Oh, the weather outside is frightful, <laughs> but the fire is so delightful. Since we've we've no place to go, let it snow, let, let it, it snow, snow, let, let it, it snow. snow. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but please don't let it snow. No, it's too soon. It is too soon for snow, snow man. Oh, that's a nice classic. <laughs> <I> love it. <laughs> Michael, thank you very much for uh, opening up the show for us, man, and, and, and being here. We really uh, appreciate you being here. And I, I obviously, I got to acknowledge the elephant in the room. <laughs> is that because I've gained weight? <laughs> <laughs> no, Carlito's back on the show, so it's good to have him back on the show and uh thank you thank yeah. you for returning and, and he'll be joining us every so often discussing the construction life again yeah i can't wait uh, that's it that's all you gotta say let it snow <laughs> 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 all right so let's get on with the show so so michael your, your business is rose gold yeah rose gold homes rose gold homes <laughs> and then you've been around doing it for seven years about seven years on my own yeah okay yeah. You're, i mean you're a young guy how young are you man i'm 29 yeah you look a lot younger. Good Do for I? you, man. That's good. You're handling the stress well. Uh, we'll see in a couple of years. Let's let's yeah. talk about all the stress. So we'll, we'll talk about what you guys do and how you guys do things differently. Yeah. So everybody check him out. He's on Instagram at Rose Gold Homes with an S. And then the website is rosegoldhomes.net. And to reach out to him is michael at rosegoldhomes.net. Okay. So on with the show, Carlito. Where do you want to begin with? Well, let's start with... Uh, let's. Pick a construction bone. It's a bone to pick. You have a bone to pick there, Michael? In construction right now? Well, if there's one big bone to pick right now, it's probably the delays in in all materials. Materials. How bad? For sure. It's bad. In all the finishing materials. Is there any material that's not delayed? No, they're all not delayed. Really, they're no. all delayed. Everything is, yeah. Even lumber, everything's delayed. Like, it's, it's insane, not, man. Yeah, everything's delayed. All the finishing, plumbing finishes, electrical, all the good stuff, that's all just delayed. You almost have to book it like... Five months in advance, just to is that how bad it is? To a certain extent, yeah. Because if you're doing like custom projects, some of the stuff is so specific that you're just you just have to book it so in advance. Otherwise, I'm telling a customer they're gonna be in in, in April, but you don't even have your plumbing fixture till July. That's right. So what are you gonna move into? So how's it working for you? Because I'm assuming you got the designers come in, they're specking out product, exactly, yep. getting the clients to sign off on it. Yep. But then the lead time is. Months, yeah. not weeks. I know. Most of my jobs I'm booking quite a bit in advance. So right now, for example, anything that's large scale is going to be booking into like next fall. Typically, I like to have everything kind of already selected. Everything's kind of mapped out. Everything's priced out. Everything multiple months in advance. And then when the time comes, if Lord is on our side, then timing is on our side. Everything just move, runs smoothly. Well, so. I mean, his son was a carpenter. <laughs> I'm just exactly. saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so is it affecting your pocket now? Because prices are changing. Well, that's yeah. So how does that work for the bottom line? Because we know the deal. Like, yeah. it almost seems like you're working harder for less money. That's now. definitely what's happening. That's exactly what's happening. And then it's it's tougher to get money out of the clients afterwards, right? So if things keep raising, so the clients are trying to justify discounts or they're trying to justify they're just like oh we signed the contract at this price or whatever the case is and some of them if you're getting a good customer they're going to be understanding but a lot of them are like no like you should have ordered it i guess when the price was at that price or whatever the case is right and sometimes we do obviously sometimes it doesn't even make sense it's a little bit later on and then there's that adjustment and what i gotta eat the cost i guess you haven't pivoted you haven't noted it on any of your invoices to any of the clients saying that listen well, as per market value whatever like yeah. a stipulation I, right construction's basically become like the fish of the day at the restaurant 
It's yeah. horrible. That's it's, it's whatever the fish has yeah. cost that day. That's what it is. Oh yeah, because some things are just doubling like overnight. It's bad, man. Yeah, it's bad. And then it's just, it's not so much bad that it's just the costs are high. It's uh, what's worse, the delays or the cost? Both. Well, it's a mixture of both. Yeah, they're both pretty bad right now. I have to ask you a couple personal things, and yeah. you know, you're on the mic. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're expecting it, right? Okay, okay. Uh, do you have investors? Do I have investors? No, I don't. No. Okay, no. so I I do have a couple other friends that are custom builders. Okay. And they've taken on investors, and those vis- investors are so unrealistic with finish times. Mm and extras you know and the costs like how bad you're talking about you know he's telling people he's organized if everything goes well it hits exactly on the mark but now that we can't get anything oh they're sharing things with everybody so if three of us go in instead of giving you everything they're gonna split it up amongst the three of us right so that they keep all their customers everybody kind of happy instead of you don't get everything you need to finish your projects so you're getting a little bit to tease people, but it's really burning your a uh, hole in your pocket. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What's what size what size homes are you tackling? What right now, like, uh, well, I have four on the go right now that are about thirty five hundred square feet each. Each one. And yeah. then normally we know from just the industry thirty five hundred. You're looking at about twelve month window. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. So what's that window become because of COVID now? Well, I still try and keep as close you to it. You still try to get it? Honestly, a lot of times I actually do it faster, to be honest. Uh, um, how are you doing that? I, I'm just, I just schedule everything really tight. I just schedule everything really tight. Wow. But the thing is, it's been pushed. But that's my problem. Because it, it's, it's tw- realistically, yeah, it's a 12-month, let's just say. But I'm like, you know, I could probably squeeze it to 9 or 10, let's say. But I haven't been pr- uh, giving that because of COVID and whatnot. You don't want to say so that. So it almost shoots yourself back in the foot. But You're saying you got four projects. Are they all subbed out? Like you have your subs that you've started with and now you just continue with? Yeah, so I've built my subs over the years type of yeah. thing. And um, I have a, I have about eight in-house guys and then it's subs for everything else. Yeah. Those are all maintenance guys, finished repair exactly. guys. Like, like laborers, like doing little things here and there, right? Ma- maintaining the job sites. Making sure that, you know, between every trade, there's always these little things that everyone misses. The drywaller complains about the frame or this or that. That never and happens. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> how how so, are the extras affecting you right now? Then what are you giving a lot of extras away just to kind of keep the class happy? That's, 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 that's exactly what happens all the time. But that goes back to you, now you're making less money because you're working more. Yeah, I know. And then you, you're taking yeah, away from your pockets. It's, yeah, I know. It's not right. It's not right. No. I got to ask you, Michael. I mean, you're 29. You got started in Rose Gold 22, 23? Probably like 22, 23, give or take. Yeah. Okay, so how did, how does a 22, 23-year-old get into this custom build industry? So it was just always something that I kind of wanted to do. And then um, I went to school for construction engineering. Where did you go? George Brown. Was it good? It was good. Yeah, it was you good. Got, you got what you wanted to get out of it? To a certain extent. Yeah. Okay. You did the whole thing? I did the whole thing. And I was always in construction. Like, all my family's in construction. So, I've always been since, like, 16. Well, your background's what? Portuguese. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody. <laughs> you tricked me. I thought <laughs> you, you were think? Italian. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Well, we're the only kind in it, I guess. Eh? <laughs> Why am I surrounded by your Portuguese everywhere? Well, what's, what's There's your three background? people in the I'm room Croatian. here. Croatian? Yeah. He's Croatian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you hire any Croatian? I don't have any. Uh, actually, I do. Mutters. I have no, no, no. The Croatians that I have, they're actually doing sheet metal. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing some sheet metal for me. Good sheet metal. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, you got off track. So, you, so it's in, it's in the family, it's in the blood, and you yeah. got, and then you started Rose Gold, and you got into there. Well, no. So and then I actually worked for a company as a project manager uh, for a Learned couple of ropes. years. Learned a little bit, and then the company went like I guess didn't wasn't doing well. They laid off about fifty percent of the people. 
I was a little bit like, oh shit, what am I gonna do? And then, then I just started my own thing, and that's pretty much it. Wow. Yeah. And then, how, how are you to get clients? How did you? It was all mostly word of mouth. Strictly just word of mouth. Like I also started like. Because I had an early investment in terms of, of a home, so I, I flipped. So that would keep me busy a little bit, and then there would be a jobs coming. So between like doing a flip and customers coming out to me, uh, it just started to pick up, and people were seeing my work, and that's pretty much it. I hear a lot from your age group, your, your millennial age yeah. group, right? And I just want to thank everybody for listening, because over 40% of the audience that listens to this show are millennials. Thank you very much for doing that, <laughs> even though I've said a harsh word or two about you guys, but I've done it all in love. because you're old, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's all done out of love. And I, I, I hear all the time that they have a hard time with clients when they show up and they present a quote or they discuss a scope. And they can see it behind them. The client doesn't say it, but they can see it where the client's thinking, what's this 22, 23, 24-year-old kid? Yeah. Like, what? I'm going to hire this kid to yeah, do this yeah, job? Yeah. Have you? Did you ever get that? I always had that in the back of my head. But honestly, and it's knock on wood, I have a, a really good success rate with clients in terms of when I sat down with them and I had like a, like a good conversation with them in terms of the, pr- the pricing and everything. They really kind of trusted me type of thing. Nobody ever, I know it's in their head for sure, and it was in my head, but it never really came up as a, as a topic or anything like that. And you just, proved yourself I worth. proved myself, and that's it, yeah. Good for I you. And at the end of the day, I was always a confident person. I had the people working, and what more to it? Did George Brown ever teach you guys people skills? No, definitely not, no. Because wouldn't you agree that construction... <laughs> definitely is, not. I, I mean, construction, 50% of it is people skills. Oh, yeah, if not if more. Not, if not more, exactly, oh, yeah. right? Like you, the way you speak to your trades, yeah. the way you speak to your suppliers, yeah. the way you speak to your clients. Yeah. But George Brown's not teaching this. No, they're not teaching that. No. So where do you get this knowledge from? Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> I still have to go on that. Oh, is my wife listening? <laughs> she, she, wait, my phone's going off. Oh, wrong Tinder, sorry. <laughs> That's Grindr. Um, yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> And this show's brought to you by Grinder. <laughs> no, no, get back on track because it's an uphill battle to all these young guys. And yeah. I know that, and, and Carlito and I actually just before Mike, we, we started, he was bringing up the fact that we respect you young guys because you guys not only have the skills and you guys are hungry and you're passionate, but you're paying attention to the numbers and you're paying attention to where there are possibilities. Yeah, yeah. And that's what a lot of the older guys weren't doing at all. They were always focused on strictly just the skill and getting the job done. Yeah. Do you see that? Are you seeing that? I do see that to a certain extent. But at the same time, at my age group and younger, it's, it's also very hard to find very skilled tradesmen. Oh, so there's the double edge. It is. I think so. I think so. Most, th- most of like my guys that are skilled at some certain craft are definitely older. My my stonemasons. So what is it? Is my it stucco th- guys, whatever th- the case is. Like, are the younger guys more show than showmen? I don't have like a part of my trades list. I don't have too many yo- like young young guys in my age. What's the like? What are you talking about here? What do you have like? Probably 40? my electrician is probably my youngest, and he's maybe he's on the younger side though, 33, 34. Like he's the youngest for sure. Everybody else is in their forties and up. For sure. I would say, yeah. So I was mentioning this to you earlier off the mic. So I have a lot of, my best friends are older. I'm 50, so my friends are older. But I've made friends with their younger brothers. You know, through the construction, I've noticed, you know, I have a problem with younger guys. But the younger guys are becoming smart. Mm -hmm. So the old guys work hard and stupid. And the young guys have learned how to not work hard and make up a lot of time to enjoy life. Mm -hmm. Through this podcast, I'm learning that 
the younger guys are actually smarter than the older guys right now <laughs> because they're they're investing in the mm. proper places now. And at one point, I thought they weren't doing this, but they really are. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's the problem now. I agree with guys you. are seeing that they can make more money investing in coins or yeah. That, on that side of things, I definitely agree. But when it comes to the actual work itself, I still think that it's it's the older guys that are doing it better. I could be wrong. I'm sure there's a lot of young guys that are doing an, an, a fantastic job. I haven't come across like yourself. What I'm doing is very different. What I'm doing is more people management. Like as a general contractor, it's more management of personnel than anything. Like I have to, it's all personalities. My my Tyler is his own personality. I know how to handle with him. I know how to handle my carpenter. I know how to handle this guy. They all have their own little personality. Right. Their own little demons. Their so own when you started, this, your, that. you started your business, you focused on the people. You focused on the personalities, the care, like their their characters, and spoke to them that way instead of the scope of the work. Exactly. Yeah. Like I mean, most of my trades are all like friends with me. I've I've come to get to know them. We're all buddy buddy type of thing, right? As I grow, I want them to grow and everybody to grow, and that's pretty yeah, that's much amazing. it. Like it's all of a, like a family oriented type of thing. And then same thing with all my in house guys. I keep everything super super chill and let's just work and make some money and that's it but also you're becoming successful because of your experience mm -hmm. these guys can't fool you by trying to tell you something that you well, may not yeah. know mm -hmm. you'll know when they're talking shit 100%. or when they're being honest so 100%. you can stop that and that's why you're successful right 100 percent. and then a lot of these times like i've changed certain trades obviously along the years right For you what, get one like what reasons you just want to expand <sighs> It's just like, I guess it gets to a certain point where you start noticing a couple things. And you're like, okay, I'm doing a little bit more custom. Like, I could be a little bit better. And then you get a, a word of mouth from maybe one of my other trades, right? And then it's like, oh, okay, good. I try him out. It's actually really good. Maybe I'll still use my other guy. But now I have this new guy that's maybe a little bit better. Well, competition's healthy. Well, what yeah. is it that you said, Carlito? You've said it before where you'll get a new guy starting with you. They'll do an amazing job. Second time, you can hire them again. They do an amazing job. But they maybe miss one or two things. By the third time... They're missing several things. Right. And then they drop the ball in the fourth time and so on and so on. It gets mm -hmm. to the point where, sure, we've become buddies, but you're not doing the job properly. Exactly. Well, that's that's definitely one thing. That too. leaves a window open for you to look at somebody else. That's well, true. but it also puts slowdowns on the project because every time oh, yeah, a yeah. customer sees something, then now they're noticing more because for every time a trade leaves something behind because they're thinking they can get away with it or stretching themselves too thin, Yeah. they're making more problems for... The builder. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's delaying overall for sure because now we have to schedule you out to come out. We all know everyone's busy. Everyone's busy as hell. Oh, you missed this. Oh, shit, I can't be there till Friday and today's Monday. What am I supposed to do between those days or whatever the case is? Oh, come on. We, we obviously try and force them to come earlier, but it's something that's, yeah, it's definitely a big part of it. Like everybody missing a, a little thing or two. What scares me is you're very cool. Oh, yeah? Are you like, are you like <laughs> that calm, on calm. the job site? Oh, yeah? Because you're really cool and mature and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and relaxed right now, reserved. And I yeah, for the most part. I mean, like, obviously, I, op I open up with all the trades, like I said, because they're all friends, right? Yeah. So everyone comes in. I kind of give a little smack of the ass, whatever the case is. You know, everyone's having Ooh. a good time. Oh, you're a baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love baseball. And then, no, know, but you're creating an environment, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's the thing. The trades that I work with, I like working with them because some of them like to point out little things that should be done better or whatever the case is, too. And it just makes me give a better product for the customer, too. Hey, Mike, you know, we should be doing this over here or whatever the case is. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, it should. And we make it happen. I want to ask you, at what point did you get started regarding the level of the quality of the work that you were providing? But before I ask that question, 
Carlito. Wait, is this still the bone we we're picking? No, still? no, we're doing this one because now. we never ended. No, we have a show format that Carlito and I had way, way oh, back, but now yes. we want to get back it's to that show. History with Manny. <laughs> so I want to ask you, gentlemen, and everybody who's listening, how many new builds were there in Canada in 2020? Wow. Just take a guess. How many new builds? New builds. It's got to be huge numbers. It's six figure number. Started yeah. or just approved? No, 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 no. The actual done, completed. Oh, completed. Yeah. Twenty twenty. In twenty twenty. Two hundred thousand. Wow. Holy shit! I was gonna say like eleven hundred. Take, take a guess. <laughs> no. You got four of them. Whatever. Yeah, yeah that's true. Actually. So take a guess on twenty twenty one. It's gone up. Get out of here. Really? New builds in 2021, we're already at a six-month mark for the first half at 204,376 new builds cool. in Canada. Oh, in Canada, sorry. Just okay, in Canada. Okay. Isn't that insane? That's insane. I would have thought it would have been a lot lower in 21. So, I mean, that was, that's where, it, and that was. History <laughs> with Manny. So, my question so, was, at what point, or, or, or like, where did you go in? Like, I, I, I'm getting the... The feeling that you went in to set a certain standard with rose gold. Yeah. Right? And so you you didn't go in. We're going, sure, we're going to lay tile over scratch coat. I don't, I'm assuming that that's not where you started. No. You thought about, I want to do it this way. And well, my like in terms of what was my vision with it? Yeah. Yeah. I have a creative side to me in general. Uh, in terms of, um, I also went, I also did design, interior design as well. And me, it was more, I wanted to just do things differently. Just kind of like make things like kind of, I don't know, just do the modern. and. and I noticed that when I checked out do, your site. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really shitty at, uh, at no, you social didn't. media, though. But, I mean, I, I have so much more to post, and I don't post anything. Because it's also that, that side where I just want to post everything perfectly, and I just never do it. But that's not social media. That's not social media. You just got to post. Just well, get it done. First of all, social media is fake. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. Oh, oh, it can't be is, for some yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just you're just putting out whatever you want people to see. Exactly. Right? I personally yeah. think if you're proud, you should be showing what you're doing. And, you know, I'm not going to pick at it anymore like I used to. I used to always say, you know, nobody shows all the bad stuff. They only show all the yeah, good that's stuff. Yeah, that's what but I hate about it. It's yeah. a place to be proud. Yeah. So when you went in, you were looking at certain trades and it was certain levels and certain. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of the trades early on because I've also been in the like in the industry for a while. It's people that I knew to a certain extent, and I knew that they were doing pretty good work, and then I just kind of made sure that we stuck to a certain level. And the big thing for me was really designing it. The bones are very important, but for the most part, it's pretty straightforward. It was kind of designing it and making it look a little cool, okay, a different color, different tile, different this, different that. It's very youthful. All your stuff is very youthful. Yeah, kind of reminded me a little bit of Miami modern, you know? Like yeah, yeah. I, I, now we're, like, the style that I'm doing a lot now is almost like... Um, Middle East, like a lot of people are doing like plaster finishes, plaster coats, micro cement, micro cement walls, surfaces, and lime wash paint. Yeah, a lot of people are doing that stuff like Tulum, like Mexico type of styles. I'm doing that a lot now. Um, you're doing ceilings and walls and everything. Or well, mostly all walls, ceilings and walls and floors in the sh in the bathrooms and the yeah. showers and everything. Yeah, and then we seal it. Like I've done a couple showers like that, and I'm doing a house actually down in Toronto that m almost the whole house is gonna be like that. So it's basically the whole house is a level five. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting because I was looking at your some of your bathrooms and it seemed like it flowed right through into the showers. Oh, so, in terms of curbless? No, just in the walls. Like, oh, okay. It was like 
very clean. So are you doing a lot of full finishes? Is that yeah, what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's all the stuff. Yeah. That's what he was talking. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, that's. that's my but it's very Woodbridge too. <laughs> <laughs> my wife used to be a, a full finisher. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I used to go pick her up and see her sights and oh, yeah. all the all the richest people always had the coolest things happening. Yeah. You know, yeah Venetian. Yeah. The, Venetian is Venetian. Yeah. 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 Nice so. crown molding. Nice. This, I appreciate yeah. that because I'm European. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just hope Carlito realizes that his wife is not listening right now anymore. She probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the bones to your business? What are you known for? What is it that you think that everybody knows you for in your builds that I makes mean, you you in your in your projects? Like what would a customer be saying to another one or something? A referring type of well, thing? Well, like, like I guess if they like, want to talk about you and yeah, okay, I mean, like, give Rose Gold a call because of this. Well, usually, honestly, all most of the time is I keep things on budget. Obviously, there's the natural raises of everything, right? And then I'm just a super genuine, nice guy. Like, and that's why people just that's how I they get along with you. People just gravitate to me because of that. They just Mike's a good guy. Like, I'm not. I'm never here to fuck anybody over. I gotta make whatever points I gotta make, and that's it. I'm not gonna be tripling or doubling or whatever the case is like i gotta make what i gotta but do but you're transparent about all the points that you're making I'm so they, they know what money you're making yeah exactly well, you have to be so it doesn't kick in the ass in the long run yeah right? yeah they know i'm just a genuine good guy I'm, I'm always there for them they can reach at me at any time it's a bad thing at times but it is what it is you do that you offer that at any time like there's a well, certain time i cut it off man i, have I never to. i don't naturally cut it off i just kind of do it on myself like sundays i usually just yeah, I just don't respond to anything. Yeah, and then at night I do sometimes. The, the problem is you do these group chats, right, for all these projects. So the homeowners, me, my project manager. So realistically, you're at reach at any time. And then if it's something, obviously they have your phone number. If they're calling you, wow, like I'm kind of an I have to pick up. You know, not all the time, but on a Sunday evening. No, I'm not picking up on a Sunday. No, you can't. You got to be married. Yeah. Uh, right now? Yeah. I'm not married. No, no I was about so to say he's not married. That's why. That'll change. That'll change. That's 100%. Ex- exactly. Yeah, no yeah. kids yet? No kids yet. No. no. Yeah, you're in a good place. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I, I just got a new girl, and that's making me kind of settle like in terms of that a little bit more, too. Yeah. Definitely was working when I'm by myself. I my style is just I work like a dog. Like I work like right now, like every day if I wasn't if I didn't have to go do something, I don't mind working. I'll work till nine, ten. It doesn't matter to me. Do your clients like you that you I get the sense you are a hands-on GC, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So they like that? Or they they'd like ra- rather you just not be the hands-on and deal with us on the creative side of things? I mean, most of the creative side of things have been done to us before we even started. Yeah. And then when it gets time to actual the job, I have a project manager that works with me, and he's the one usually doing a lot of the paperwork. And so he actually gets the good end. <laughs> so I go out, I'm kind of with the trades, I'm kind of doing my thing, making sure the crew is all good. And that's where it is right now because I'm, I'm trying to find good like more employees that are high level skilled how's that uphill battle that's it's like impossible so where are you looking are you going to indeed are you going to linkedin or where are you looking it's it's a word of mouth thing it's 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 a it's also on kijiji it's on this i hear kijiji a lot but are you meeting them if they show up for like trades work like no not high level no i have a guy that um i haven't set it up yet but it's like a headhunter He's going to start looking for me. But I'm also very hesitant about that, too, because it's expensive to do that stuff. So You're I'm paying like, oh, the premium, yeah. Yeah, it's a premium. It. It's like 6000 bucks to find a guy. I'm like, oh. wow. For one guy, for one, one person, guy. one trade. One guy, one trade, but high level, five to six, because there's a percentage of what you're going to be paying him. So I'm like, okay, do I want to do this? Do I not? What about the alternate route where you actually get a younger person and train them? Well, I have a lot of those. 
It's too many. It's not. It's, it's too much. It's then you like, you become a teacher and you're not yeah, a GC anymore. And you're just there. There's no. I need somebody to kind of take away me. Like I don't want to. Like I'll be there, but I just need somebody who's just high level and stress. I, I know he's on the job. No stress. That's it. I need a couple of those guys. I mean, I got a couple good ones, but I need more. I need more. More experience. I was we all do. I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was having a, sh- a conversation with Sean Taggy, and, and then I introduced him to Carlito just before we got recording, and he was still on the fence about he's a framer, and he wants to either stay as a framer if he wants to take the plunge and become a renovator and start doing the GC route. And I told him, I'm envious sometimes when I speak to the trades, and I tell them, and I look at it, a framer comes in, they do their scope, and they leave. Drywaller, mudder, every, every, and you're kind of envious because yeah. you're the quarterback that stays from the beginning to the very yeah. end. And if things go south, then you're dealing with that. If things mm-hmm. go great, then you deal with that. Mm-hmm. And how are your thoughts on that? Trades are ten times better. You honestly believe yeah, that I the trade, so. that having that one single scope. Yeah, I think so. It's very envious, man. You know, like, you know what it is? It's like, at the end of the day, we have to deal with the customer, and the customer is always going to be tighter. So when it comes to doing the job, and us as, as GCs, I know. us as GCs, the framers going to come like, Mike, listen, you know what? I need another 5K because of this. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, no problem. We'll figure it out. I'll see if I can get If I can't get it, what am I going to do? Yeah. I got I to keep the, the job going. I got to keep the job going. So they always, no matter what, their numbers are there. No, unless. Uh, there, I, I look at it like the first half of trades all the way up to drywall. Mm-hmm. That money's always there. Oh, yeah. It's always going to be there, and they don't have a problem with it's it. It's funny you're saying I'm that. I'm telling you, it's it true. Is. It's always at the end, it starts to disappear. It's the yeah. second half when you start doing all that finishing, yeah. and all their dreams, and their, all their suggestions are all coming to fruition, and changes. the costs, yeah. and then changes, and all kinds of stuff, and then they start going, after who? There's only one point person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point, that person that's been there since day one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the other trades have left. Yeah. How do you deal with callbacks? Like a customer calling back? No, like a call box with your trades. Oh, like bringing them back to come uh, to, to fix something, whatever right. the case is? I just call them. <laughs> they, there's no like... There's no problem? No, most of the time, no. Because like I said, I've been working with these guys for a long time. I mean, there's if it's a new guy for whatever reason, I can't even remember a time where somebody hasn't gone back, to be honest. You're so lucky. So are your friends really. all in this industry also? No. You no. know, people, places, and things. Sometimes if you're a, a builder, you usually have three or four friends that are builders, right? No, I don't have any friends that are wow. in it. No. no. And nobody in the family or anything like that. I just kind of... Sound a little sad for a second there, right? You don't have any friends <laughs> I don't at have, all. No, I have friends. <laughs> I just don't have any in the industry. Yeah, exactly. No, but all your trades that you work with, you've gotten along really well with them that they've become like your, your work friends. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they know they're always... They're going to be... All of them know that for the next year, all those jobs, I already give them a heads up. Of yeah. Them, all and, of them. And so I, they already have this drawing. They already have this scope, this whatever, for months in advance. If you're not going to go back, why am I going to call you for the next job? Or whatever the case is, right? That's you exactly have, you kind of have is. to. Yeah, for sure. What are your proud products that you're putting in your homes that you really love putting in? Curbless, large format, slabs. Like, yeah, what, what d- is it that you're really proud of that you really enjoy in your builds? Because I want to talk more about your builds and yeah, who yeah. you are and, and what product you're bringing to, this, to, the, to the table, right? I mean, I think it's like, it's like a mixture of everything. Like, it's just like it's a whole package of everything, right? We're, we're bringing in large windows, like floor-to-ceiling windows, right? We're bringing in plaster, mold, uh, plaster moldings, hand-carved things. We have a guy right now that we're doing on the job where uh, for all the pot lights, we made a custom, like a custom molding. It's almost like a flower. And the pot light is going to sit outside of the, the, this flower. And this guy is hand carving all these flowers that wow. are going to go throughout the whole house. A plaster? Flower? A plaster, yeah. 
and this guy's amazing. I'm so wow. lucky that I even met him. He, he, he could do anything. Do you want to do a shout out for him or he wants to stay quiet? You know, his name is Dominic. His name is Dominic, but well, I forget what his, um, he's a, like an individual. So He doesn't want to share him. No, no, I can share him. <laughs> but he doesn't, he doesn't uh, Does I don't he, remember it, his company name. Is he also honest. doing the plaster moldings themselves? Like the he's, crown? He's, he's making them all custom made, yeah. Wow. To match with the flower, yeah. I'm proud of doing a lot of custom things and being able to do that. But I also work with a, with a designer that gives me a lot of the work. Her name is Jenna Nasser. And she she makes things kind of flow very nicely and come together too. No, she's doing, I have her on quite a few jobs. I have one in Burlington right now with her. And then we might have a, a potential couple coming up in the, nice. um, in the future. And yeah. The good thing is a lot of the stuff I used to design or try to and help out and put it together. But n- having somebody else is like so much better. And I don't even want to just help. pass that on. To I don't want to help customers even do it anymore, really. I mean, if they really want to, I'll help them. If it's a smaller job, I'll help them. But you don't find that as being a hands on GC and you've got the creative element on the side. Clients were like, well, listen, Mike, you're already here. And I know that you can maybe come up with something interesting for this. Yeah, And I will. Because How do you nice. handle that? Well, I will. I'll you'll help just, them out to a certain it. extent. But yeah. Well, like, there's only so many hours in a day. That's what it is. And I just end up killing myself. Right. There's just so many things that I have so many hats on right now. It just is what it is. Listen, we love I it. haven't scaled large enough where I could pay all these heads to do all these things for me. Right? So yeah. it's still a That's process. That's eventually the plan. Yeah. 100%. Well, my plan long term is probably to do maybe three projects a year, but a very large scale, like nice, beautiful homes. 10,000 or something? Square foot? Yeah. Like something like that. Like eight to 10,000, just a couple per year six months and then the other six months i plan to eventually build like a small resort type of thing like a boutique re- resort hotel type of thing somewhere and i'm between the two and that's it that's my plan <laughs> plan eh? yeah it's a good plan i'm really enjoying talking to him <laughs> i'm, I'm just thinking my juices are flowing in my head that's it that's my plan i mean is it gonna happen i don't know we'll see yeah. good plan, plan man well i mean we kill ourselves yeah well like, i was gonna say that you just came in and you were apologizing to me for working late yeah yeah how many company owners stay that late and then come to give a little bit of push or kick to everybody else, yeah. right? So I mean, That's the business, man. That's how yeah. construction is. Uh, I mean, we love all our customers, but they do waste our time a lot. We oh, do? for sure. Oh, well, <laughs> you love them at the beginning. <laughs> no, we love them. We love them all the way through. It's really about guiding them and moving things fast. Mm-hmm. A lot of do you find a lot of people have beer budget with champagne taste? Oh, that, there's definitely a lot of people that happens all the time, all the time, no all matter time. what, no matter what, yeah, no matter what, unless somebody really just has the deepest of pockets and they're already expecting to just blow a certain amount of money, yeah, but that's far and few. Those are yeah, unicorns, there's, there's, right? Yeah, those are really unicorns, yeah. So, so what do you do with people that because aren't realistic? What can I do? This is the price, and that's just is what it is. So that's what why I try do? and give the price as early as I can you, so you understand, but it. you'll negotiate with it, like you'll try to. I've always told I mean, trades I, don't. Don't reduce your price. Reduce your scope. Yeah. You have to eliminate things. You can't reduce the price because if you reduce the price in the back of the client's mind, you're going to be thinking, well, wait a minute. You were going to make this much money off of me in the beginning. Now you're ready to discount $10,000. What's How's that work? Yeah. So don't ever do that. Reduce the scope. Reduce the scope. Exactly. Well, yeah. Your four builds a year. Are you building the homes that you always wanted to build? Is that how you're selling these homes? Like, are you building yeah, them for building yourself? As, as if it's for myself, 100%. I and then always, just tweaking it out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm working with the homeowner to whatever their liking is. But at the end of the day, whatever I'm putting out is definitely something that I enjoy doing, that I like. So I'll, I'll try and transform it. And I give my honest opinion about everything. And I'll be like, listen, honestly, I don't think this will look good. Let's do this. Let's do that. 
And maybe sometimes they don't agree with me, but I mean, it is what it is, right? But that's construction, man. Yeah. When you hurt their feelings, they really take it personally. Oh, for sure, because it's their dream home. They, I know, they, but the thing is that they don't have the experience that you do. Well, well they also don't realize what it takes to do what they want. Sure they do, yeah. because they watch TV. Oh, we go there again, Manny. That's all fake. That's all fake. Well, it's funny that you brought that up because actually, my designer uh, works with a different designer. She just called me, "Hey, Mike, do you want to be a part of a TV show?" And I was like, "I don't think I want to do it." What, when you starting it? I'm not gonna do it. Why not? Um, I don't do know it. if I want to do it. Do you it. You know what it is? Right now, I'm way too busy. In general. Show up with a big jug of Vaseline, man. Just oh get it done. Oh my God, please, <laughs> man. I'm telling microphone. you, you're gonna get <laughs> fucked. That's all it is. I'm, that's, that's my opinion. Uh, no, Carnito, it is. You're just doing stuff for free. But anyways, <laughs> that's 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 what I mean. Yeah, you're just so go to Costco and get your Vaseline, what and then go to HDTV. <laughs> You, you know that's where I come from, right? I know. No. <laughs> oh, is that where you come from? Actually, no, yeah, no, I worked no. for Mike Holmes for 15 years. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, so I mean, I, I'm sure he's do, doing a lot of his own projects, too. I, I don't know. I don't really look into that stuff. But. Yeah. Uh, no, he's always... Would you like to share, Cardino? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's just that's, move that's, along. Let's just move past that. Let's yeah. just yeah. move along to the... What are we moving on to? OBC Building Code I, I want to ask you, gentlemen, uh, when did the OBC start? The Ontario Building Code, when was it first introduced? What year was it? I will say Carlito and I were both born. You were not born. <laughs> but Carlito and I were both born. We were little youngins at the time. Okay. 1975. Wow. That's when it first started. What is the building code? Wow, you got me stumped right there. <laughs> Because I don't know what he's code. got written so, down so there. It's all written down. I don't know this. I'm afraid to say the wrong thing now. It's, it's basically our Bible. Right? It is our Bible. So basically, the technical, it's Ontario Building Code is a regulation under the Building Code Act. It establishes detailed technical and administrative requirements and minimum standards. Minimum standards of building construction. Yeah, but... But that all That's comes, the building code. Yeah, but that all comes from accidents. That all comes from... So it comes yeah. from health and safety? It all stems down from that. So like, if someone has an injury, that code's going to change. Yeah. Of course. I totally you know, agree. You. If a storm comes through, it's going to change the code. Yeah, that's true. You know, so. Can I ask you gentlemen, what part, what is part three of the building code? We're so familiar with part oh, nine. Oh God, I forgot <laughs> this already. <laughs> so part, but it's funny enough is that this is kind of up your alley, man. Part three. Just take a guess. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants remember. to get, don't worry about it. It's part, so part three deals with tents Air-supported structures, transformer vaults, walkways, elevators, and escalators. All wow. part of part three. And that's right in my alley. <laughs> <laughs> Where rooms or spaces are intended for assembly occupancy. Such rooms or spaces uh, shall conform to part three. And that was the Ontario Building Code. Wow. <laughs> thank you, Manny. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Moving uh, along. I just have a quick question. Go ahead. Shoot. Carlito, I didn't... Get to know what do you do uh, in the construction industry? Uh, I've been a GC oh, my, okay, pretty okay. much my whole life. Okay, yeah. okay. So probably the, the only thing I longer than you've been living. <laughs> now I, I've I've done my own homes and flipped them. Nice, nice. Um, but I never got into building my own homes, and I really regret that. Yeah, yeah. Because I also feel that I could have given people things that they would have never been able to afford in a renovation. I find that when you buy a home and it's already got the bells and whistles in it, you can live your dream trying to buy an old home or a home and then trying to bring it up to that speed that's almost impossible for many people right mm. 
So I wish I could have done something like you. Not that I'm not yeah, going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. but do you want to be that person today? You can't flip homes today. And, and be profitable when I say that. You can flip homes all you want for the passion of yeah, it, but you're yeah, not going to yeah. make money from it. It depends. You have to get really lucky. So, so when you were places. his age at that time, you could have flipped homes and be, became profitable. But now for you, you'd have to buy something that's like yeah, one, the mar- one million plus. Mm-hmm. The market was different though. Yeah. I could buy a house for 140000 back then. You're buying a house now, a piece of crap for a million dollars. And you have to, with all your connections, put in three hundred grand. And then you got to try to sell that house for 1.5, 1.6. Yeah, and we've talked about this well, before. My wife builds townhouses for another developer. 5.5 million. I mean, crazy. Town That's houses? a townhouse. That's oh a townhouse. God. Crazy. Yeah. This Where's is about this? you, so I'm not going to bring anybody yeah, yeah. else into it right now. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, so people can hear these numbers. Yeah. Uh, I had a customer just a, a couple months ago. I did one of their 500-square-foot condos, and... It was 1.2 million. Yeah. 500 there was nothing feet. in there. Yeah. You walked in, a small kitchen, small little two-piece bathroom, a tiny little closet to throw a rain jacket in, yeah. small little living room, stairs, open concept closet, and a little bedroom. That's insane. <laughs> 1.1, 1.2. It's, it's becoming like New York. I think that's, that's pretty much the yeah. pricing is going to match that, and it's going to stay around there, and that's it. Do we it's. have, like, I know New York focused so much in the last 10 years on Millionaire's Road there along Central Park, right? Like, do we have one like that? I don't think we have one like that. Are, we, are they trying to make something we like have, that? We have that, um, what's that street in Oakville, though? It's considered the, the, one of the richest streets in all of Canada. Are you talking uh, about, Re- not Rebecca or whatever? Not Rebecca, Along there's, the lake shore there? Yeah, I think it's there, along the lake. I forget yeah. what it's called. Yeah. There's a street there. It's even more expensive than certain it's like, areas. It's like of I think it's like the the most expensive stretch in all of Canada, to be honest. Which is really weird because I think that started happening 20 years ago, where a lot of Torontonians were going out to Oakville. Was that Southdown? Well, South? Is it no, Southdown? But it has a name for it. It has a name for it, but it's in that area though. Yeah. Aaron Mills area. Yeah. Lake Southdown. Yeah. Southdown. That's like more Burlington afterwards. We used to drive through there all the time just to. Fuel our minds, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, speaking on like flipping though, Oakville, I think, still has some opportunities. Though. I personally, you think so? I think so. They're selling you can still for get a place. so much money. Yeah, well, you could get like a B there for one point two. And then how much you got to put? The, the you're gonna have to put quite beat. a bit. Yeah, you're gonna have to put quite a bit. But then you're gonna be selling it for three, three point five. That's the good thing big. about Oakville is that you can go on the same street and the range is extreme. Oh, extreme. Yeah. Listen, I know guys making a hundred, hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. They cannot afford homes. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't even understand where people are getting their money. I, I see more <laughs> people moving back in with their parents or grandparents. It's just too people expensive, are really man. struggling. Yeah, like really no, struggling, they and they're making good money. You know, things are getting expensive, right? Yeah, and like you, you hear a hundred grand a year. Oh, that's good. You're doing good for yourself for some of these people, but yeah. You can't, what are you going to get That's a drop for? in the bucket, yeah. man. Like, how are you going to afford that? So you're, you're going to take on a million-dollar mortgage. So yeah. you're going to take on $4,000 a month plus whatever you got to do to the house yeah. and then carry that. Ex- that is, these numbers are insane, You're in debt until you die. Well, but, but I caught on to the beginning. You know, I, I know where you, you made some of your money was flipping some homes yeah, at the beginning. Houses, yeah. And if you're good with your money and you save it, and reinvest, you can do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But it's very hard to do because yeah. people are living outside their means and everyone wants to be a show-off. Yep. Well, and my thing, when, it wa- when I was doing that, type, of, it was more just... I, I was never about just kind of lipstick type of job, just painting, whatever. I always wanted to still, even if it's a flip, do something different. Because if, you're, if, you're, going, if you're going... Yeah, whatever it is, like open something up, open concept, still yeah. high-end finishes because at the end of the day, if you're just doing a lipstick job all those months and you only make like... 
40 grand or whatever the case is. What's the point of that? You got to try and make more. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, it's true. true. No, it's true. It, it's true. Like, and it's especially if, if it's your main form of income, you're killing yourself and you have so much at risk. A lot at yeah. risk. Yeah. I'm curious, Mike, what are your clients asking for these days? Like, what do you mean? Specific details in the homes now. What, I'm, I'm wondering whether are the new trends going on right now. Like, everybody's known that kitchens and masters are always what they wanted, but I guess more luxury high end in the master bath and then more interesting elements into the kitchen details. Are we getting fancier with the cabinetry, with the, 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 the hardware in the cabinetry, like that kind of stuff? Or what are we asking for? The designers coming in and they're doing a lot of their own thing, right? So, a lot of the things it's just. It's design element, like what I'm seeing a lot of, but it's been around for a long. Like everyone's doing their, their, their Caesar stone quartz, running around the backsplash. Like everyone's still doing that so sort of stuff. So boring now. No, eh? but it is boring. But you said though. something at the beginning, and I liked where you were going. Like one of the things you really enjoy is a lot of open windows now. Well, Less yeah. walls, floor to ceiling. more windows. Yeah, floor to ceiling. And a lot of people are, at, like not a lot of people, but people who have taste, getting floor to ceiling also doors, the interior doors. Now imagine framing that or the finished carpenter doing that. I've been doing also a lot of drywall return on a lot of. Everybody's uh, asking for yeah, that. Yeah, drywall return. I don't everything. like that. If you got kids or pets, you're gonna be calling the taper back to fix it it's all true. the time. It's definitely gonna cr- all those bangs. I'm and everything sorry, too. but it's is. It's hey. those things are designed for bachelor young couples that don't have children or don't have pets. And the unfortunate mm. thing is, all these young people get a pet first, and then they get the child second. Oh, yeah. Manny, there's there's other things you could do, like put spray on the walls. <laughs> no way, man. Keep the dogs away. <laughs> if your kids hit the wall, like my, the way I've been brought up, a big no, smack across the my head. My point <laughs> is that they're designing these trim details that are not functional to the purpose of why trim is in a home to begin yeah, with. I get what you're so saying. So then yeah. you get damages. It doesn't matter if you're using a plastic edge or a plastic return or whatever and it could bounce back you still have to repair it somehow if that was actual wood trim you hit it it'd be a little mar and that was it yeah and it's done well definitely if you're hitting a drywall return that thing's cracked it's got taper in here yeah if you did some specialty paint finish you got to repair all that i agree you getting any clients that are asking for panic rooms Wine cellars, secret rooms, kind of crap. No, wine cellars, I like where you're going with this. But no secret secret rooms or anything like that. (laughs) That you don't want to share. You don't want to share. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's fine. I I had a client client who actually asked me to build a secret room. And then he also asked me not to share it and Mm -hmm. talk about it or show it. And and we did the whole thing. It was where he kept his gun safe. It was a huge safe, a six foot tall safe, and it was a hidden wall. and And it was interesting nice. the way it was all built to put it together. But I mean, I see people asking for these things. No, I haven't come across that. Like, I mean, like I, I'm obviously I'm a younger guy still to, a, and my business itself is young, right? So as as things continue and I get into more custom, 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 then we go from there. And nice. For now, it's I'm doing custom homes for sure, but. It's more of a of a step that's been throughout the last couple of years. So there's definitely a lot more things that I need to learn and do. But yeah. How do you handle the clients when you sell them? I mean, I love floor to ceiling windows. I totally love that. It's great. How do you talk to the clients when you got to tell them, oh, by the way, structurally speaking, I'm going to have to put all of Hamilton steel in here <laughs> to frame around this. And then also, by the way, on the floor, I'm going to have 15,000 vents. Yeah. To basically heat your space now because of Two HVAC furnaces. calculations are leaving through this glass. Yeah, How do you handle those conversations? Those conversations are, it is what it is. That's all it is. <laughs> you want to get it done? That's they, the cost They of want the it view. Done. They want if, the glass. They want... A lot of people, they, that's like one of their key things, really. Like they'll do whatever they have to take to kind of do that. 
because people just want that open feel really and it's if you have like a nice property looking back floor to ceiling windows or whatever the case is lots of skylights whatever it is it is a big thing I, I, I love I, it. I, I love, I'm an exhibitionist I, myself, so I, I like large windows. <laughs> <laughs> but I love talking to engineers, and, and they design homes like a box where you have each wall connects to the next wall that makes it structurally sound. Mm. The moment you create this huge hole and then wrap it with steel around there, it's compromising the structure of the, the, the other three walls. Yeah. But this is glazed over to clients. They don't get that. They yeah. just want that view over there. Yeah, and and then, then the cost just skyrockets insane yeah yeah because you're looking at some steel costs and it's challenging for the trade to to actually do that kind of work it's very challenging yeah because a lot of time framers don't really want to bring in also a a crane and do all that and all that weight and luckily i have some framers that they're hard built and they work hard (laughs) hard built i like that (laughs) they they just work like i have a couple framers they just work like dogs like it's just uh so he's okay with it. I, I see him just carrying an LVL, 20 foot, just dragging it. Like I'm like, oh, you're, you're an animal. I'm like, good for, for you. For now. They're young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a younger guy. He's a younger guy. Man, I really, I don't. He, I, I don't, I don't, I definitely I don't, don't like, recommend it. I don't like seeing young guys do that, man, because yeah. you'll beat your body up. Oh, yeah. And then you'll be an old person that's going to move slow. Like me. Man, no. Oh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, you still move pretty quick for an older guy. I wouldn't say you're an older guy. Yeah, but guy. you should see me when I wasn't injured. <laughs> <laughs> so Manny's going to probably like hearing this, but so what? do you deal with a lot of steel erectors? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. No. no, it's just framers then, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah, they'll, yeah. Steal, they'll deal with the beams. And they'll, they'll deal with the beams, and then I got to get my welders in and everything to, to do that. So I just thought maybe you'd bring a commercial end into it because a lot of guys building commercial buildings, they could drop the beams they in drop faster the beam, than yeah. a framer. Yeah, right? but you know what's funny is commercial guys don't like doing resi. No, they stay. They, they try and stay in their own they alley. Don't, yeah, they don't like it. They don't like... Com- they doesn't, don't, doesn't they don't matter the trade. Yeah, yeah, they don't just they don't understand our world. They don't get why we do what we do and why. Well, more people yeah, are picky they, about homes, right? Because it's better to do commercial too. There's more money, but with, the problem with commercial I've had since day one is the pay period. Yeah, ninety to one twenty day it's pay true. period. That's true. If you get paid, yeah. you'll get paid if oh, you're and good. Then, and you have to chase them down a lot of times. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, you don't know where they are financially, whoever it is, too. That's another. That's a whole different topic. <laughs> That's all part of your contract, oh, yeah. like in payouts, too. You I know, but you probably, just, you probably spend a certain amount just in lawyers every year. Probably. Yeah. That's the. 100%. Um, are you known for skylights? Oh, I'm doing skylights almost um, almost all jobs, yeah. Yeah. yeah Who are you using for that? Just out of uh, Artistic skylights. Oh, really? Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. You know we, we've yeah. had them on the show. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We've had them on the show. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. And then for my windows, I use a company called Everlast, Everlast Aluminum, and they're out in Etobicoke. Croatian? They're not Croatian. <laughs> I, think, I think the owner is Italian, is but the guy I deal with, uh, no, he's Italian also, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Italian, I, yeah. I wanted to ask you, Michael, um, it sounds like you're doing six-day weeks. Yeah. Well, Are all your trades doing six-day weeks? No. They're not. They're doing five-day weeks, yeah, and they got their side day. projects, right? Yeah, my, my in-house guys usually do six-day weeks, though, too. The reason I bring it up is because I know that places like the UK and I think Australia, they've been implementing four-day weeks. Yeah, I know. And, and now there's rumors of talking about four-day weeks here in Canada. I heard it, yeah. And I'm sorry, but it's attractive, man. Oh, it's a good thing. I'm sorry, it's attractive. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I think it's actually better for you. Yes. I'm a, from my experience... Uh, I've had I'm talking take, about construction. Yeah. I think construction should yeah. be four-day weeks. So I've had to take on a couple contracts where the manager basically said... You have to work ten to twelve hour days, and you can you can only work four days. You make up your hours that way. I was actually more productive in ten hours. That's the and theory happier behind it. because my week I had the Friday, the Saturday, Saturday the Sunday, Sunday, 
to do whatever I need to do, paperwork, yeah. run around, yeah. be a designer, you whatever have a, I want to do. No, you have a personal life. But you feel like you have a life. Yeah, yeah. And you're much happier. Yeah. You start getting into the five-day. Like, I could understand that your guys get into six and seven days for reveals, for the finishing of the homes, trying to, you know, at one point, I don't know if your houses are like back-to-back or all finishing at one time. Uh, they're usually a little bit off. They're usually about like a couple months So the off. pressure's off then. Yeah, Like, it's yeah, not yeah. so hard. Yeah. Yeah, but the pressure is always on all the time. Yeah, if you're <laughs> delivering thirty homes, then it's even harder, exactly, right? Exactly. How do you think clients are gonna take? Let's say construction does go four day weeks. How do you think clients are gonna take that? I honestly don't think even if they said four day weeks, I don't think it would ever happen in construction. You don't think so? I don't think so. If that happened in Canada or in Ontario, I would like it, and I'm I'm for it. But I could see it's instead of it being six days, all of a sudden we're doing five days. But maybe. look at it this way. But even so that's already a beneficial. You're thing. a builder. You're a tradesperson. You're working four days, making the same amount that you work for five days, but now you can take your side hustle or your own personal projects on the other three days of the week. That's true. That's attractive. I think my problem is going to be but, the clients. They but won't. is that is that truly even like a, a four day week then? Because if you're going to start doing side jobs, well, no, it's a four day week for your primary occupation. Mm-hmm. Like everybody has to their get, primary job. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. have to. But the thing is that when you're in construction or any, you, I've told people day one, you should always have something on the side. You yeah. should be doing something on the side. Yeah. And I'm not talking about significant other. I'm just saying <laughs> that you should have no, something. No, no, that's very like, important. <laughs> <laughs> a work, you, a hobby, an interest, something. You should have something, right? That, and, and I think that given that extra day of the weekend will motivate you more to yeah. actually keep on contributing to that side. I definitely agree. But I think the clients won't accept us doing construction on their house because yeah, they'll be like what the hell like, but i guess we have schedule and then if there's delays can you prove if you can prove that i can still deliver the same house the same quality in a 12-month period on four-day weeks yeah then they should shut up that would have to be something that you implement right off the bat like we're starting your job listen we're only doing four days but weeks. you can do that this is on your schedule you can pull that off i oh, mean for think sure. about it the only thing is that i think you got to be a lot tighter with the schedule to get everything that needs to get yeah. there because now you only have well, no, but you still got the same 12 months. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think you find something really interesting in that math. It sounds like you're going to be missing a day, but the guys are so happy that the workmanship is I better. Agree. It's better. I yeah. agree. So now you got a guy coming in Monday and he's like, oh, I get to finish Thursday. Yes. He's so happy yes. for Thursday. He's yeah. pumping it. Hump yeah. days on Wednesday. Because he knows yeah, he doesn't know. want to work the Friday anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you said something there and. I, I saw your reaction because, you know, we don't have a video going here, so I'm, so I'm just explaining <laughs> that. <laughs> but you, you were saying at one point to have another side job. I think that only works for someone that's an employee. No, I wouldn't say a side job. I'm saying a side hustle. Everybody on social media talks about having side hustles mm-hmm. and you'd have, you should have. I, I honestly believe that every single person in construction has a secondary passion that maybe one day will become their primary. Okay, and I think this is the difference between me and you and him. The new generation, their side hustle is cyber money. and Money. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. we're talking about new technology, you know, investments, flipping, checking your yeah. stocks every yeah, yeah. day. That's where the young guys are making planning, their money, financial right? planning. Where you and me came up, we're like school of hard knocks. Like, we just knew break rock, smash, build. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's all we knew. But we started the show talking about how they're more savvy at their age than we were at that age. Yeah, and I'm actually learning something. I thought I was going to give something back. And at the beginning, I, I felt like I was. Yeah. But now more getting more into all this, I'm seeing a whole other side that's been hidden. And that's actually 
I never lived my life the way I should have. I should have had more time for my wife. I should have had more time for the children. I should have had more time for my, my mm-hmm. immediate family. I never gave that, right? Yeah. I mean, you gave a post the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say the construction life just turned into Carlito's life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all of our lives. We're no, in construction, it's, it's man. It's the truth, though. It's the truth. It's the truth. And it's, it's, sometimes it's sad to even see that. Like in, in, my, in my home, in my family, too, like my, I've never met anybody like my mother in my life. Like, she just works every Hard. day. Every day, no matter what. She comes home late at night, still doing whatever the hell she has to do. Like They don't know when to stop. They don't no. know when to stop. That's, yeah. a, that's a European mentality. It yeah. is. Yeah. I, and it, it, honestly, it pisses me off, to be honest. I want her to enjoy her life. The only time she takes off is when she's going on vacation to Portugal or whatever. And then she works every day. Monday to Sunday, <laughs> even she's every working. day. <laughs> and even then, yeah. Where are you guys from? Um, we're from a place, like, it's a small town close to Avedo. Okay. Aveiro's like in between Porto and Lisbon. Okay. You just became Portuguese. I heard it come out in you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it works, man. I'm saying, it's got to work the same way with creation. I know, but you don't look Portuguese at uh, all, man. I can be a tourist. I can <laughs> be a local. No. Okay. I totally can play both sides of the fence, man. Yeah. I love doing that. <laughs> what are we going to do now, Carlito? Oh, well, I think we should get into, and it's been such a long time, we should do... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's got to bring up Green Book Green time. Book talk. Jeez, it's been that long. Yes, Manny? it has been a long time, man. All right, so I'm gonna bore you guys with a paragraph here just to start you off, and then from now on in, we'll start talking. I usually, I used to bring up, we used to play a game. How much was the fine? So I think just getting back into here with Manny and into the construction life again, I'm just gonna talk about what the Green Book is. What is the purpose of the Health and Safety Act, also known as the Green Book? The main purpose of the act to protect workers from health and safety hazards on the job in sets outside duties for workplace parties and rights for workers. It establishes procedures for dealing with workplace hazards and provides the enforcement of the law for compliance has not been achieved voluntarily. That's, so, that last part is the most important part, I think. Voluntarily. Like, we have to watch each other's backs and we have to speak up about anything like that as simple as goggles headsets anything like that and as boring as that paragraph was the seriousness to this is it affects every single one of us it affects how much money we make how uncomfortable we are at work i hear all the time the guys are like i gotta wear this harness and i'm like you don't get that harness you're not going up on the roof man that's all because someone took advantage or someone wasn't paying attention or came to work unaware of the surroundings mm-hmm. and it affected all of us it affected your insurance on your bills yep. listen when when i'm building a house for myself it's 450 bucks a month yep. that's just insurance man that's you, builders insurance. no one it. talks you, about you that need it. Yeah. you need it you know it. how about all this like i've got 50 certificates if i don't have those like i'm sure you have tons yeah, of certificates yeah. you have to be because you're the main character it's your business yep. if you don't have that you so know, I, I want to bring up a couple of stories. Thank you so much, Carly. Sorry. Bring it back. I didn't want to be so there. boring. No, it's, not, it's not boring. <laughs> it's not boring. So a few weeks back, I had Patricio on, which is he's an electrician. He's been an electrician for 20 plus years. But in his first year of construction, he was a laborer, 18 years old. He was asked to cut a piece of wood on the table saw. The wood broke, went right into his eye, Oof. blinded, 18 years old, and he was blinded. So he was blinded. Uh, if you listen to the show, he split his retina. The moment you split your retina, you become blind. So he's actually on a list. He talked about all this, and it was really interesting to talk about it, how if he was wearing goggles, he would not have been blinded, right? He would not have lost his sight. He's on a waiting list for retina, 
and there's a trans like there's a waiting list. But the thing is, you know, he's he's being told that he'll get it when he's in his senior years. And I also bring this up because recently, Target Construction Bryant, I heard about he he's a he's a plumber, and he was using an Ulfa knife, and he was just cutting it. He wasn't looking to snap the blade. He was just cutting something, and it snapped on its own, and the piece that snapped went right into his eye. Now, it didn't split the retina, but it actually pierced the eyeball and it lost pressure. And so he was rushed and he went to the hospital. And I saw he did a story yesterday and his eye is doing better. He's still nervous. He still has some haziness in it. But it's something as simple as just grabbing an Ulfa knife and just cutting something, not wearing goggles. And I think that everybody on job sites, everybody, you should have your goggles. And I mean not styling your hair. I mean sh they should be on your eyes. Everybody yeah. should be on it. Yeah, there should be no excuse. No it's excuse true. at all. It's but one of the, the most important things. 100%. But the thing is, in this line, in construction, you know all guys are. Everyone's a tough guy. Everybody's a tough That's guy. That's the sad yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, you know what? This tough guy leads. Yeah. So yeah. If, if they're too cool to be on my site, see you later, cool guy. That's true. That's true. So, <laughs> true. you know, I, I have a, I, I know a couple of people, friends of friends. Yeah. I had a couple of painters come on my job site. And the guy didn't have safety boots on. He's a painter. I understand. I've been painting for 30 Painters, years, man. Know, painters never have this. You know, I, I know I know a little bit of yeah. everything. And I pay Track attention. pants and painters. Man. Guy tries to come on my site. And I say, hey, I guess you're going to Walmart to go buy yourself a pair of boots, eh? He's like, why? And I'm like, because you're not working today if you don't have boots. And mm. you're not working tomorrow if you don't have any boots. And don't come back if you don't have any <laughs> boots. And he remembered that. He bought a pair of boots, and he wears boots on every site. You know what? Every time he sees me, he goes, that guy makes me wear boots. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm proud of it. Yeah, I'm yeah, proud yeah. of it. Because it. you know what? I probably saved him a thousand times from having something fall on his foot, a nail going true. through his foot. True. That's true. Yeah. And I, I think the biggest problem with – there's two big problems with construction. If we're talking about health just a little no, bit. No, for, for sure, a second, Just for a for second. Sure. Yeah, I don't yeah. mean to take the No, no, no. I'm, I'm good with it. One thing is no one ever teaches anybody how to use tools. Yeah. No one uses. I'm watching a guy. He's got the speed square on the back of the lumber while he's cutting with a skill saw instead of on the front where he's pushing with it instead mm. of away mm. from it. So it's yep. twisting. Just simple little stupid things. Like that's just a little. So thing. where do you think he got that from? Well, what I'm leading to is everyone's rushing everybody. Yeah. And you got to take your time and hurry up. Yeah. But at the same time, as a leader of the company, the, the main GC or just set an example the owner of the, uh, the owner of the company take a second don't freak out teach your guys how to use it yeah. even if they're going to stay or they're going to go if they go hopefully you built a good relationship up with them you can sub out to them yep so you're not losing an employee you're gaining a trade i believe that take a couple seconds i teach people all the time people always say hey man i need you over here stop talking over there and i'm like yeah, hey yeah. listen this guy gets hurt. We're shut down. We're all not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. don't screw with me right now. This guy's doing something dangerous. I see it. I'm spending five minutes with him. 100%. I don't care what anyone thinks. And that's No, and I agree. My problem is I'm, I'm a very impatient guy. <laughs> sometimes it's just... And it, I'll tell him whatever, like, in terms of safety and whatnot. But when it comes sometimes to showing certain things, I'll do it. On your own time. But I get very... <laughs> like, I get super stressed out when, when somebody just doesn't know how to do it. And it, it's, I'm not the best at it. I get other guys part of the team sometimes because I don't. I'm like, what, what the fuck? What How do you not mean? Know like, how to do so this? you're asking somebody to do something and then and like if they don't know how to do it and they're just taking forever on it or whatever the case is and I'm there. Yeah. I just I sometimes I get I'm not the best at it. No, it's just is what it is. I'll start stressing. I'm like, what the fuck? How long have you been doing this for? <laughs> Can't do this. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not. Yeah. 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 That's hilarious. So, um, <laughs> I you know I've been in this business 30 years yeah, building yeah. homes for myself for other people. 
been in renovations, been on TV, been doing many yeah, yeah. interesting. And welcome to the Carlitos many life. Many interesting <laughs> things. No, no, it's, it's all leading to something. It, it's, you know, my experience, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the construction life is. It's our experiences. Exactly. We're sharing them to make it better and make people smarter, right? Now you just made me have a brain fart. Sorry, man. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks, man. No, but you're okay. So you're talking about. All oh, kinds is this a news episode? <laughs> uh, brain fart with Manny. <laughs> Uh, sorry, uh, where are you going with that? Oh, How can we Jesus. get it back? How can we get it back? Okay, what were we just talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Safety and his impatience about a trade not doing it properly or doesn't well, it's usually mostly it. in-house guys. In-house Trades, guys. I'm not going to be telling you how to do your job. I hope you know how to do your yeah. job for the most part. So yeah, you're, you're laborers kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I find think, it? I think what I was trying to share was I've been spoiled by having miter saws, table saws, air guns, all this beautiful, but there's a whole other trade out there. It's an art, worm drive and hammer. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks they're a construction worker until they actually get to just only use a worm drive and a hammer yeah. to you do need everything. Skills. Yeah. You need skills. So the, the guy that taught me how to do drywall and mudding was Portuguese. Okay. He had an axe drywall hammer and a trowel. He did everything. And that's it. And amazing. And I was like, wow, this is all that I need. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like. You could have all the tools you want, yeah. and you could be a show-off, and you think you know it all, but do you really know how to swing a hammer, and can you run a worm drive? No, that's it. It, really a lot of, I mean, a lot of it comes down to the basics. I mean, when I went to George Brown, they didn't teach a lot of hands-on stuff, not too much. A little concrete, this, that. I get the sense that they don't, they don't teach you a lot. But I have one of my guys that work for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, he, but He's they at don't. Humber right now, and one of the courses is a lot of hands-on. Okay. And he is building things with a hammer, and I was like, Really? And he's like building little tables and little, and it's all by hand. Nails, hammer, that's it. Worm drive, whatever the case it is. But I was like, I was surprised, really. I was like, really? It's going it so much faster person, doing something else. Yeah. But I mean, like, it makes you really understand what's kind of your building, yes. right? Yeah. And why it has to be like this, why it has to be like that. Yeah. Well, I think pressure also changes that. Because when you get on a site with five old guys, oh, yeah. and they're oh, like, yeah. Epa, let's go! Yeah, 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 what the <laughs> fuck? And, and you gotta cut five pieces of eight by eight with a worm drive. You gotta keep turning it, not cut your leg open. Yeah, You're yeah, pulling yeah. extension cords, you yeah, know, they're yeah. throwing food at you. Let's go, come on! You can't do it, get out of here. I'm doing yeah. it myself. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the interesting part is, is after a month or two yeah. with these guys, You're one you of realize them. you're cutting for four guys now, not one. Oh, yeah. So well, I think it's the best way to learn is the hard way. Yeah. Anyways, I had to share that. Sorry. <laughs> I, I got to ask you, Mike. So all the older guys that you're focused more on that you see that you have the older trades, so to speak. Yeah. Are you preparing yourself when they retire or when they want? Not yet. Because but I know eventually I'll have to. But they're, to. Not, they're, not, they're not old at that. Like They still got another that. 10, yeah, 15 years, bit, right? Like 15 years at least. Yeah. yeah but I mean, you're going to still be in this game 10, 15 years probably yeah. working at it, just doing different projects. Yeah. Eventually it's going to happen. Are you... Are you hopeful well, that the younger trades are going to come up and fulfill that need? I think it's inevitable. I mean, it kind of has to. Will no? they, though? We just finished talking about how not a large portion of the I younger... I it's very tough to find these guys these days. But you know what? A lot of them... I just feel like... It, you know what? That's a good question. I don't even know. I feel like it is inevitable that there is, but... It makes me concerned because I've... I've not, this is what I love about this show. I've had so many conversations with guests and also so many conversations with listeners and also conversations on the job site or when I someone 
stalks me and sees me in somewhere yeah. and we talk about the construction. Did you say we, stock? Yeah, stocks, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, if you technically, like, technically speaking, it's, it's, it's stalking. You, you, you follow somebody from social media and then all of a sudden you see them and you're like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's kind of exciting. Yeah, I know you. <laughs> yeah, I know you. Like when you got a guy across the, the parking lot going, is that, with a, is that like with a bat? Hey, I know you. <laughs> now you made me lose my thought, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have all these conversations and I, I get a lot of the younger guys talking about how they're concerned where they can't hire people. And I had a conversation just this morning talking about how he has a, a, a an employee of his who's secretly trying to get some side jobs but not telling him. Yeah. And I said, I've been saying this for months, get rid of him. You're, you're, you keep on hanging on to him just because of the, you can't find somebody else. Yeah. But I think that the moment you get rid of him, somebody else will come into your job and then you can train that person. And we talked a little bit about how he spent years now training this person. He's given him a lot of insight. And now this person feels that he's ready to do side jobs. I don't have a problem with you doing side jobs. Just have a conversation with me about it. 100%. But in his gut, he's got this feeling where this guy is going to like call in sick on Friday. Mm-hmm. And he's done this before. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's why I'm saying get rid of him. And I also said to him, if your gut is feeling that way, he's going to do it. Can I I say something? Go ahead, man. Okay, so at one point I had 30 employees. I I ran a lot of high-rise buildings downtown Toronto. Blah, blah, blah. You guys, everyone's everyone's heard this story. No, they have, Um, and I love hearing this story. Anyways, had a lot of employees. I found that when you have really good employees, some of them you have to keep them. You can't lose them. Mm-hmm. They're so hard to replace. But if they I, deceive I, you? I understand. They're not deceiving. I just think that there's a, a communication break. Yeah, you have to And have I think that when you see somebody with potential to want to do something for themselves, you have to ask yourself, am I doing my job right? Am I feeding him the right way? Am I giving him the right position? Maybe if that guy turns it around and does something like puts him in a better management position or gives him some more responsibility for not having to work he's, he's, after hours. He's doing that. So he's training him. He's taught him a lot. He's given him a, above standard rate. Yeah. He's paying him well. And and this person has already balls out face to him. Lie. That yeah, that's the I don't, part I don't have a yeah, job. Right? Part is wrong. So his lie. gut is telling him that he's going to either this weekend or next weekend He's going to call in sick, which what? Okay, you're running a business and let's say you're a trade and you've got a big day set up for Friday and now he calls in sick. That's a different ball game. I know that's yeah. that's that's what I mean. Is but get rid of that person. If he's just going for side jobs, I'm okay with it because I was totally. that guy. But tell, when I was growing up, you, I had a full time. It's a job. conversation. But tell you exactly, it's a conversation. Yeah, honesty's best policy. Listen, man. you're not. And I spoke to Julio about it today as well, and I, and and we both agreed. He just said I would just have the conversation. I would just talk. What's the worst that your your yeah. employee is going to say? What? No. Yeah. No. I think to I to your point, Carlito. I totally agree with you. I think an employer who respects the employer, the employee who respects an employer, is going to say, please, do it. Yeah. I'll reshuffle my schedule. We won't do that scope on Friday. We'll do it on Monday. You take care of your job. Exactly. We, and everybody's happy now. I have no problem with you getting a side job. Yeah. As long as it doesn't interfere with my work week. Yeah, but I'm have, just have, have the, the conversation. Even if for whatever reason you wanted to use a couple of my tools, ask me. I like you. Use it. It's not I a like problem. You. But the thing is, it's exactly, I don't want you calling That's how you keep Friday. people. You know yeah, and you That's keep a good happy. point you bring up. But let me ask you the question, Michael, is... Uh, what if they damage your tools? Well, that's listen. <laughs> so, Did you so, see that? That, that, that's not, that, that happens. Things go missing. The bad guy just like, came out. So, so, yeah. so what? They damage. Okay, so what happens? Are you expecting them to 
pay, pay for it to fix it or replace it? If it's if if it's proven that he broke it, <laughs> I'm sorry, but something's gonna go down. You got you gotta fix. Well, you gotta buy a new one or whatever the case is. It's in his best, I, her or his yeah. best interest to repair it, so he you will lend him more stuff in the future. Well, at the end of the day, you're using it for your side job. What if, if you're they, using it on my job site? Okay. What, what if they give it back to you and go like, here? It 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 just stopped working. Yeah, well, how did it stop working? <laughs> you know what? Your That's funny <laughs> because you just stopped working. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man. It, I don't know where we we're going with that, but... It, well, no, I, I, the conversation about the guy. Like, yeah. Uh, how... I mean, it is hard to I, replace him, though. You're better if he, off. If you train them that far. I, but that's... But if I, he's, I don't have the problem with the training. I, like, I've trained, and Carlito, you've trained hundreds more than me. I don't have a problem with me sharing the knowledge that I have to anybody else because I think anybody in construction should be paying it for it. Mm -hmm. You should not be dying with all these skills stuck in your head. You should be handing them off to other people, mm -hmm. as many people as possible. If those people choose to take a path where you can no longer communicate with you, then that's on them and that's bad karma, I think. There's going to be a time when you are in your future and you're working and you're going to be in a scenario and you're going to be thinking, you know what? Let me give Mike a call. Let me give Manny a call. Let me yeah. give Carlito a call. And if you burn that bridge, yeah. you can't call any one of us. Yeah. So have the conversation. You know what? I also have a lot of respect for that tradesperson because they're taking the initiative to do other side jobs to keep on learning yeah, yeah. and build. I, I, I want it to happen for my guys. Yes. I, 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 I would encourage it. That's Because they'll, real, they'll realize what it takes for certain things. Yes. Everyone thinks everything's so easy. Oh. Right? Everyone that works. Uh, <sighs> and everyone thinks that my... Like, everybody you know, can do everything. I'm making yeah. all the money in the world know, and exactly. this and that, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I do want to say something for those guys going out doing work on their own, screwing up. You're bringing me so much work. It's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I hate cleaning other people's work up, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I have no problem doing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I've had a lot of those. It, happen, it's happened to me for 30 years. Yeah. Guys have screwed up on my job site. I shut up. I fix it. It costs me. I make no money. They, for some reason, think I'm rich. Yep. And... I'm breaking. There's been times where I haven't been paid for six months. Oh, yeah. And I've paid all my guys and kept the company working. 100%. And people are like, why are you still here? And I'm like, I'm almost through it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? 100%. And I've had to take on a second job. Sometimes so, you have to, you, you look at your numbers at the end of the job and you're like, why the, why the fuck you're do the you How do you job? catch up? You're why the one that eats this? it, man. You, you're, you're the quarterback. Like, for what? Just to say I did a beautiful home? What's the point of that? At the end of the day, I got to put money in the That's table. That's why I, mean, food on the table. I agree with you yeah. that the trade looks attractive. The, yeah. the individual trade looks mm. attractive. Nobody's talking about gas prices. Nobody's oh, talking yeah. about insurance prices. Oh, yeah. What do you mean nobody's talking, nobody's talking, talking about, about it? Oh, oh, dollar, you, you a dollar do. fifty for diesel? Come on, man. But what are we going to do? We're going to say, hey, customer. No, the same thing that we did with wood. Nobody, nobody did anything. Nobody wanted to rally. Nobody wanted to step up. Nobody did anything at all. And then now wood has leveled off to some reasonable number. Some reasonable Some number, reasonable, yeah. but it's still high. Yeah. But how many times have you called me during the day and you're like, I'm still in fucking line. Oh, like yeah, you're sitting insane. there for two hours. It's insane. Like where, what do you mean? Like, uh, like at a Home Depot or something He's like just that? waiting for material oh, because okay, okay. it's sometimes, <laughs> you oh, know, from our point of view, we shouldn't be going out to get material. Oh yeah. Definitely our not. guys should be going to get material. But sometimes it's better to keep our guys working, working and we, and we go, go yeah, get the material yeah. because we're going to pick it the right way or deal Whatever with it cases, or yeah. only understand why they took so long sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah. I want to ask a personal question, Michael, where I've been bugging this guy for the longest time ever since I started this <laughs> show. I've been wanting to do a significant other 
okay. show. Okay. Because us as tradespeople and GCs and people that work in the construction industry, we put so much on the significant others in our lives, right? How is this new girl treating? Like, how is she understanding your sick day weeks, your Sunday phone calls, your yeah. all this other stuff? I don't know what she does for well, a living it, or whatever. It's, it's only been uh, about four months type of thing. Oh, so, so it's, it's honeymoon very stage, fresh, man. Oh, I love fresh. the four months. So she doesn't really... <laughs> it is what it is at this point. I have to... I also control myself, too. I'm putting my best face. But she's understanding. She she's totally understanding? Yeah, she's understanding. Really? My, my, my ex-girlfriend was a little bit tougher she wanted a lot more time with me, which is understanding. It just is what it is. But because she's like, "Oh, you, what do I get you for two hours at the end of the night or whatever the case is?" But well, I want I want to share a story. Yeah. Um, a girl taught me this. Yeah. Um, I won't say the story. What decade are we talking about here? That was his age. <laughs> Maybe a little younger. Eighties. A girl said to me, "You can't give a woman something that she doesn't already have." Yeah. So when you're as hardworking as we are, and you're putting in these crazy hours, like you know volunteer hours here to help people mm-hmm. and their future just what we're doing here yeah, yeah, just yeah, to yeah, give yeah. back exactly. we're just giving back but this takes four hours out of our day mm-hmm. travel here travel home sitting here enjoying each other yep. talking about all this it's four extra hours that we're not home with our our parents or our kids our loved ones our family yeah. yeah it's hard for guys like us and you know i'm very proud of you you're really young and you're at a fantastic place it's a dream most of my friends that are around your age their dream is four houses a year. But the horror stories, like you're talking about the good stuff. Yeah, no yeah. one's talking about all the bad stuff. Oh, yeah. Have you and come across bad? Well, there's different levels of bad, right? Sorry it's to interrupt go- you there. No, 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 no. It's the same. Oh, it's okay. the same. Yeah. We're going no, there's just different levels of bad. Bad in terms of uh, financial situations, right? Because you're, you're paying so much up front always, right? And if you have all these jobs, you can imagine how much overhead there is also to maintain all these big jobs. There's that side of bad. There's obviously something maybe going wrong on a job or whatever. Let's say you miscalculated something, right? Oh, I thought this was going to cost 15. You it's can never gonna, go back to it's them. It's actually going to go 25. You can't go back to them and ask for you that. You know, like what are you going to do? So that starts eating away at your profit. Yeah. What are you going to do for the future? Are you going to put a stipulation in for prices? I already of, have. Within yeah. the last couple of months, I started to you had to. I had to. I you had, had to. to. Yeah. I had to. Everyone understands that? And, uh, everyone understands for the most part. I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, it's in the contract. You signed it. I don't like to be that guy. Oh, look at the contract that's on there. But if I really have to, it, it's there. You're dealing with Tyrion, aren't you? Yep. You have to. Yep. Ooh. You enjoy it? Don't yeah, have a choice. To a certain extent. You know, like, yeah, exactly. We don't have no choice at all. You yeah. have to. Yeah. yeah. I just want to say I don't like Tyrion. That's I don't. Awesome. I. Manny. It, it, it's it's protecting the homeowner, though, to a certain extent. Don't ex- like, like it. From like <laughs> shady. No, it. It's it okay, hang on a sec. Does it protect the homeowner? Does it protect the homeowner? I think so. Okay, so you as a GC, you have a business. But you isn't that what something. minimum code's for? Well, okay. It's the same thing. Yeah. You, you get the, the homeowner to call you and, and, and they say, okay, Michael, listen, there's something wrong here. Okay, I'm going to call the trade. I'm going to be back there. We're going to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Why do we need Terion? Terion's designed for people who don't want to build something properly mm-hmm. and then they could run away from it. Yeah. But even if, it, if they built that house... And they don't care about the house, bankruptcy, and disappear. But yeah. so the where city does inspector should be taking care of that? I know, but it's also the whole warranty aspect. But a lot of you know how it is in construction. There's a lot of shady people that don't. They just fly by night. I'll do this one couple projects, whatever. See you later. Never gonna get. get but then you'll again. also get okay. So I mean, well, I let's saw say right now I'm doing these jobs, right? And next year I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing rose gold anymore. 
I'm just going to shut it down, whatever the case is. You have to. Well, when you build a brand and you take care of yourself, yeah. sure. But if it's a fly-by-night kind of thing. You but I'm trying to get to what exactly is Terry on doing other than taking money to continue a, an operating cost expense for their yeah. facility. They're not really protecting the builders. They're not really protecting the homeowners. Yeah, I mean, Plus, the rules and regs on them puts all the onus on the builder. Yeah. And if the homeowner decides to not do something properly, it doesn't fall on the homeowner now. Yeah. It falls all on the builder. Yeah. Even though that the purpose of Terion was to protect both parties, but yet if one party, the homeowner, does something bad, they're not reprimanded. No. That's the part I don't like about Manny, Terion. I've, I, I know from a builder's point of view, it's great working with them, but I've seen the repercussions from homeowners that have chased builders just to finish things or yeah. fix something. Two, three years goes by. The warranty's gone. Where's Terry on? And they don't back it. That's what I mean. So, like so if, what exactly if you can delay, do? delay, delay, That's it's true. like a bad contractor. You can walk away from a job, take $40,000, and as long as you're saying, I'm going to come back, two, three years goes by, bye-bye. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to say bad anything because I have a buddy that actually does that. He's licensed. He goes in. He checks, and he does a, a thorough job. He's like kind of like a what? home inspector, but he knocks off all these things and he gives you the certificate. Oh, okay, okay. So every builder that knocks down yeah, a house so, has so, to do so, it now. So right? I got problems with home inspectors too. I just really think that, I just really think that the city should be taking care of that, anyways. You think yeah. you think it should be I, part of the I inspection just, process? Yeah, yeah, we already pay yeah. so much for permits, yeah. man. I know, but the yeah. city doesn't want to be because then they'll be liable. They'll be liable. That's the last thing they want. And that's the last. And then because the they're never liable, they're it's being sued. either the engineer or somebody else. Yeah, right? they're <laughs> being sued so many times to begin with. So why do they want to take that liability on? And then the homeowners would sue the city. You're the one who said it was okay, or whatever the case is. Yeah. So how does how is Terry on protected then? It's not doing anything. That's what I'm saying. So it's a home inspector with a policy saying, I'm yeah. giving you a home inspection, so here's, here's but my, I'm not liable for here, whatever I say. Here's my biggest problem with home inspectors. They'll do whatever they want to do, but what's the last page on that report? They're not responsible for anything that they ever told you in this report. Or didn't see. Or didn't see. Yeah. But you're an inspector. So if you're a police inspector... Are you not more thorough and are you not taking culpability on your actions if you're investigating somebody? No. But why is it that home inspectors don't have that same responsibility? That's another, I don't, like, you should take full responsibility. But then again, it, they're liable. Nobody wants the liability attached to it. That's the problem. But, I they, think, but they want the business money. I think at the end of the day, it's all cost. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just so expensive, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I'm knocking down a house right now and I'm going to build, I have to pay. You know, almost twenty five thousand dollars for to them to approve it all at yep. the end. The yeah. city, no, Terion. Terion, because it's a knockdown. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know fifteen, twenty, yeah, twenty five, yeah. depending on yeah. the project, yeah. right? And I know that a few years back they tried to do it for rentals and it wasn't the, successful. Oh yeah, but I think right now, right now Terion's also changing their name, aren't they? They're becoming some home warranty program or some it? bullshit or something. Not that I'm aware. Of I don't know. I'd love to get them on the show, but that would you be should. an interesting show. <laughs> you guys would just be getting back. You know, I wish we had a, each other the whole episode. Yeah, I wish we had a video right now to see his eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that thing raised past his forehead. So, uh, uh, just a little bit more about you, because yeah, I know yeah, time yeah. is flying by yeah, real yeah. fast. Did, wait, hang, did you just say a little bit more about you? About you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I you said something, and was this a dream of yours to to create a, a resort? Yeah, like it was always something. I just always wanted to do like a little boutique hotel somewhere type of thing. Right? Nice. Like my idea is somewhere in Bali, to be honest. I went there one time. I loved it. 
and maybe that's a spot maybe it's not i don't know i'm gonna try and within the next couple of years try and force myself just to buy a piece of land and then from there if i could ever do it we go all here there. in canada what do you mean like all in canada like you're gonna build here this boutique no 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 oh. in bali wow. in, uh, in asia yeah yeah, yeah, or yeah somewhere yeah. somewhere that makes sense Have you looked into um like the building restrictions or do you have to be a citizen or do you have well, to with ownership there's a there's a big you only have it for a certain amount of years you don't wow. even own it unless you're, you're well i know there. that there's parts of italy small smaller towns that italy and i came across this there's smaller towns that so many people were leaving the town that the population kept on shrinking yeah so they started offering selling or house buying you could buy a house for next like to a, yeah, a thousand euros or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah, but yeah. you had two-year window to renovate that structure oh, so really? then you can invite more people back and that sounds appealing to me it does that yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. appealing man but some of these towns you're not gonna bring anymore. but that's well, i know that's yeah. the thing man. hey saint lucia you been there I haven't been there, Saint Lucia, I've never no. been there. Everyone's second floor is not done. You know why? Because once they finish it, they have to pay land taxes. So oh. they don't touch So if you the don't finish oh, yeah. your Are second you floor, so all their houses, <laughs> their second floors aren't done because really? they don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> so what do they do? But it's, they, they, they just don't roof, finish though. the second floor. They just leave it empty. That's their policy. But like, they have a roof, though. Like, what do you mean there's well, no second floor? Basically, it's a bungalow. They have... They have a second floor, but it's not closed. The permit hasn't so been closed. So it behaves, it behaves waterproof. So oh, okay. They don't have, you know, they don't have winters and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. They have like storms. And yeah, stuff. yeah. They have the so, rainstorms. But they have uh, these beautiful one, these bungalows <laughs> with the second floor not completed. I'm like, <laughs> just wow, there. there's a lot of construction. They're like, that's smart. That's a scam here. And I'm like, what's that scam? And they're like, they don't have to pay taxes. Really? And I'm like, can we do that again? <laughs> well, the, no, that's all we do. All we do <laughs> well, is pay taxes. There's no lots what. of Canadians and Americans that go to uh, Caribbean islands and use it as tax havens. For now. <laughs> probably eventually change, yeah. Things are they, changing and they, fast. And they've renovated <laughs> resorts, too, and they do that for I tax purposes. I really purposes. don't want to get into politics with you. <laughs> <laughs> My mother said religion and politics, stay out of them. <laughs> Manny loves them. <laughs> the two things you can't talk about. All right, Michael, so we're, we, we're almost close to wrapping up, but uh, where are you taking the business now? I mean, you've got a plan for, what, the next 10 years, 15 years? Where are you taking it? Well, it's just continue with the custom homes and just keep, just keep. Obviously, I'm naturally the business is getting better on its own slowly, right? So there's still a lot of kinks. I'm not perfect. The business is not perfect. So no advertising, just word of mouth. I have. I'm on house. You're on house. Um, you, you like so it? So I pay the monthly on house. Is it Do working? I like it. I've only gotten one big job from it. You've really. done the whole geo targeting bullshit thing. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> like so I mean, like it's the reason why I like it is because I, you get your reviews on there. So that's my thing. That's easy, though. So I just put the reviews on there. It's all five star, whatever, blah blah blah. And then, listen, I'm not the best at the at the advertising the and the average. social and everything. I gotta be much better. But I'm at curious it. on why you would cho- chose house because because it was more like I felt like it was more design oriented. It was like a little bit more higher end finishes and whatnot when I seen it. I don't know. I know there's home stars too, but home stars I feel like is more for trades. Right? I don't know. Home stars is more for the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. But what else is there? I don't know what else there is. The, I, I think word of mouth in construction is the best. Well, that's the best but way, I, yeah. But I think that there's two words of mouth. There, there's, there's like an actual physical word of mouth, but there's also a digital word of mouth. And I think that if you use a website or you use your own social, mm-hmm. if, you use a, if you create a blog, you, you'll get more effectiveness than any of these. Yeah, that's that's me personally, I think, though. Well, yeah. At the end of the day, I'm paying 350 bucks a month for nothing. That's just how I, I, I got I agree. one job. I mean, when I look back at it, I'm like, okay, I got that one job. I guess it accounts for. But me. you were forced to sign up for what a year? Is it one year? No, it's monthly base. Actually, the first year, but I've been on it for like four years now. So four years, and you got one job out of one it. One job out of that it. you know of. So that I know of. yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. 
Okay, so the theory is that let's just say Apple's worth two point trillion, two point five trillion dollars right now. They're allowed to spend five percent of that on marketing, mm-hmm. right? So you got to factor in: Are you over your marketing budget or under your marketing budget? By probably under realistic. You're under yeah, realistically. Realistically, getting one job out of it. There's got to be an no. ROI on it. Oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, I'm definitely over then. Yeah. That's my point. Well, what I saw, I love your places. It'd I be, it, yeah. Like if I was if I wasn't building my own place, yeah. I would totally buy a home from you. I like it. everything. <laughs> like no, no. Let's and talk I don't about have it anything on there. But I like I, to if hear no, it. Yeah, if yeah. no one's seen it, I, I was impressed because yeah. I'm I pick at people's work all the time, just like they pick mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, high ceilings, open concept, very modern. Yeah. Lots of windows. I, I was really in love with your your bathrooms. I, I think they're so classy and clean. I appreciate really that. impressive. Who is your tile setter? He's just uh, he's just a guy from Grenada. His, his name is Anderson, and he just he does his thing. That's yeah. it. That's wow. it. One guy yeah. takes care. One guy. Of it all. Well, he has a helper. He usually yeah. has a helper too. But yeah, he helps me out almost all the time. Great work, man. Great work. Yeah. Yeah. I was really impressed. I was like, "Oh wow! I can't wait until he comes in." <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope I, I hope I've done my job and I impressed. No, you guys. you're. Well, that's <laughs> no, why. No, no, it's good. It's good that you're like the work and you're young. That's the thing about yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that. So I, I mean, despite what people have said that I bash the youngins, I don't. Well, I bash them to a certain extent too. But you guys Nobody are allowed. You hard. guys are allowed to an older yeah. person, a Gen X, right? We're wow. Gen X, right? Let's let's get down to it. If you're not talking about all of them. You're talking no. about the ones that have caused trouble for you. Exactly. And it only takes 10 out of 100 to cause a lot of problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, they could put a bad taste in your mouth and you're always, you know, trying yeah, to yeah. let them be aware yeah. of the problem. Well, your, your generation has a lot of Karens, so. Yeah. Too Does much. it really? I, yeah, I guess so, right? I've yeah. Never... The, the problem is, is that, and I feel about my age group, is I work with my heart, not my head. Yeah. And that doesn't get you ahead. I'm a mixture of that though too. And that's the problem. And like I feel like my business could also it is, it is. My business could also be a lot better. I mean it's going good, but it could also be better if I didn't do so much of that. Because I'm always at the end of the day, I always come back to I'm a nice guy, always trying to help out, this and that. But does it help my pocket at the end of the day? Does it help the business? Not really. Okay, I got to ask something just before I can see your no, I, no, no. you see your lips fine. moving, bro. No, it's fine, dude. <laughs> ask away. On a personal level, what do you do for fun? Do you dirt bike? So well, I have a motorcycle, and I ride oh. a motorcycle, yeah. What bike? I have a Harley Davidson Iron 883. You're too young to have a Harley. What's wrong yeah, with like you, man? I like the Harley. I like the Harley. What do you have? Which one? Iron 883. It's like the Sportster. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Okay, yeah, all right. That makes sense. That it's makes got sense. the bigger package on it. Yeah, so I customized it. Yeah, I customized it. I yeah. cut the fender. I did a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made it the way what I like it. What is that? Screaming Eagle, whatever it's got in it? Uh, not. I didn't get a Screaming Eagle. I got, um, I forget, Banson Hines. A short stock, like nice. I can, yeah. So that's what you like to do. Go. I do that. I mean, I do that. I go to the gym yeah, as much as I can. It's, it's the end of October, so are I you mean, doing no, what no, I'm doing? No, no, that's done. It's, yeah. I'm already next weekend. It's going back in. Oh yeah. Oh. Why? What do you? It got? doesn't have to. I got a '99 Monster. <laughs> so okay. it, what do you mean it doesn't have to? I'm Dude, not, I drove, I'm not riding. I in the drove winter. my. Put some I, skis on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> I drove my rockets through the whole winter. No, I've seen the ice riding. I totally seen the ice riding where they change the tires, put the studs on it. I'm like, it's too fucking it's, cold. I don't care. You can have heated here, uh, steering wheel. I don't have a heating steering wheel. But you could have heated gloves or whatever. It's too fucking no, cold, it's man. It's not fun. It's not. hitting you in. It's going to yeah. find its ways in. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. as suspicious. No, it goes that away. adrenaline comes it in. Goes a- <laughs> you know what? I've never even uh, snowmobiled. Uh, wow. I've done to. it once. I hear it's fun. No. It's no? totally fun. You got speed. It's cold. 
That's true. Goes back to the same thing. <laughs> just saying, it's <laughs> cold, man. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, other than that, gym. I play soccer. Mm, yeah, that's pretty much gym work. Just wanted to get to know who you were as a yeah, person, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're talking yeah. so much about your business that, like, sometimes yeah, I, mean, to I find like out. to go out to restaurants and whatnot to a certain extent. You gotta enjoy life, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. man. I'm one of those guys that no matter what, like, even if I'm working till nine, if I got some friends inviting me to come out at ten thirty, I'll figure out a way and I'll come out. And if I work till five in the morning, I'll still be at the I'm job sleeping. site the next day at seven. Yeah, I'm in bed. <laughs> this guy's living life. Like I'm still there, so you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Michael. Appreciate you being on the show. I'm glad that we connected through Jeff there, man. And, yeah. and shout out to Jeff there yeah. uh, for setting this up. Uh, rosegoldhomes.net, Michael at rosegoldhomes.net, and on Instagram, rosegoldhomes. We got one last section, Carlito. Isn't that right? Yeah, we do. We have uh, a couple questions from Manny. <laughs> Are you ready for this? I'm ready. What is your favorite construction word? <laughs> Hammer. What Jeff gave <laughs> <laughs> what is your least favorite construction word? I don't know. Least favorite construction word. Let's see. Let's get back to that one. Let's get back to that one? Yeah. What turns you know. on in construction? What? What turns you on in construction? Just beautiful design. Like, things that are different. Yeah. What turns you off in construction? Shitty workmanship, I guess. Right? Yeah. Shitty stuff. What is your favorite curse word? Fuck. <laughs> we heard it a few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <What> <laughs> makes you a real person. <laughs> what is your favorite vehicle? Favorite vehicle? Anything in the world. My favorite, like in terms of attainable, that I want, like I, I think I'm gonna get type of thing is a 911. I like, I like hmm. the Porsche 911. I love that. What is your least favorite vehicle? The least favorite. Not a uh, Yugo. <laughs> hey, those they, jukes and stuff like they, that. They, oh, those yeah. little Nissan jukes, yeah, like those little cube cars and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Square. What yeah, construction square. sound or noise do you love? Sound or noise that I love. I don't. You know what? I love the the sound of screws going into drywall because when I get to that point on the job site, I'm so happy. For <laughs> halfway. Me, but it's ha the rough. The rough stage is the worst part. It's really? For me, wow. it is. I actually like the rough more than the finish. No, the rough was The rough so is where well. I catch all the delays. And then I got to make it up in everything no, else. No, you're right. You are yeah, actually right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. construction sound or noise do you hate? The generator. Kicking in every time, <laughs> eh? <laughs> it's just going all day going long. Going all day. I do it if, I'll do it if I have a bad neighbor. I don't even give a shit if I don't even need it. <laughs> I will bring it in, man. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Say, oh, that I, that I would like to attempt? One day. What other profession? Like, if I could still do it? Yes, anything. I don't know. I'll be a movie actor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? Oh, speaking of which, that means you're ready for HDTV. Uh, oh, no, yeah. wait, so, I was thinking no, triple no, 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 I will get a, a, a nice bucket of Vaseline delivered to your <laughs> hey, office hey, there, okay? do I look like I have Vaseline on I'm me, man? I'm just saying, I'm going to get you, <laughs> you do a little customizable, okay. actually, you know, it's probably going to be a five-gallon pail of Vaseline, is what oh, it's going to be. Oh, God, here it goes. This is the yin-yang <laughs> here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what profession would you not like to do? I mean, not like to do. I mean, I wouldn't be a, like I wouldn't like to be a garbage man or anything like that. Yeah, that's that's coming tough up a job, few times. Man. Yeah, I wouldn't like to be that. Uh, a lot of respect say? for those oh, yeah. guys. Yeah, I do though. Yeah. yeah. What is your least favorite construction word? The, le we're going, we're the least favorite construction one. word. I don't know. 
There isn't one word that you can't stand hearing on something a job site. Something. something you hear at work all the time that you hate hearing from your guys. Not even from my guys. You know what? Sometimes it's just like my... Homeowners? The, the word forgot. Forgot to do this or forgot to do that. Because wow. if I hear that word, that <laughs> I means forgot. I got to I gotta grab yes. somebody. Is that with... Listen, that is now brilliant. you got to go over there. Is, is now that you with or here. without the European accent on that word? Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> that was Portuguese, man. Hey, I forgot this. Hey, I forgot. <laughs> Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? No, welcome home. Mm. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Very uh, nice. I totally forgot during this amazing conversation that we haven't even talked about what tool brand you are and what pickup truck you drive. I got a GMC Sierra. Nice. How, did I, how did I know it was a pickup truck and not a van? Well, we, well, we got a couple a work, things. He but works so. I just got, I just got, I just switched over to the Dodge, uh, Dodge Ram though. Oh, you went to the Dodge. Yeah, yeah. This well, is really weird, why? Carlito. I just love the Rams, and your Rams are just so nice. I, I know, but the last few guys have all been Dodge guys, man. I don't Everyone's jumping I've, the I've Dodge. been balancing everybody out. Yeah. And everybody's been telling me a lot of callbacks on that truck, really? man. On the yeah. Dodge? Yeah. And this show's you know a what? lot of callbacks. You have a couple friends who do have a call. No, this is a show about honesty here. So yeah. when I have 20 of my friends and 10 of them have Dodges yeah. and they're complaining that it's in the shop all the time. I love Dodge. I, I have Ford, Dodge, and Chevy. Yeah. So, I'm, so it's, I'm it's, stuck it's, with all three. Yeah, I got two Fords. I got uh, my, my GMC. I got the, and then I got the Dodge coming in. Oh, Carlito's little hiatus there. It's clearly obvious that everyone knows that he's been doing a lot of stats. <laughs> well, no, because but I do have a friend that's been going back a lot, and I'm like, yeah, it's always going oh, really back, with the eh? Dodge, the Dodge. But he's like, oh no, it's just this. He always plays it off. Like, a new oh, one, a new one, brand new one. I'd be furious if I kept well, going back. Thirty five hundred. The then, reason I'm asking is that prices for brand new vehicles have gone up fifteen to twenty thousand oh, dollars. A pickup vehicle. truck is a hundred thousand dollars these days. I know. So right, I've never paid attention to anything yeah. before because I would buy a fifty thousand dollar truck. Yeah, it make its money, and I was happy. But now uh, we're looking at electric trucks we're looking at different kinds of energies yeah. you know like i well, was just i was just changing my van over to propane oh really and now trudeau just brought it up to 146 propane from 61 cents oh, for mm. really like hello <laughs> are you trying to bankrupt us it's natural yeah i, I actually pre-ordered the tesla truck the cyber truck but and then it's been taking way too long it hasn't shown up yet i'm like fuck. i thought it was supposed to be done by now yeah yeah, it was. They were supposed to already Anyways, start delivering stuff. Have you had problems with your GMC? You know what? Not really, no. I know. And all my friends that have GMCs, the only thing they say is the interior sucks. That's the, that's that's yeah. it. That's it. Is it bad? That's, that's what I liked about that's the Ram. That's the only bad thing I hear about it. But aren't, you drive a Savannah, right? No, I have an Express <laughs> van, which is the same as yours because mine's Safari. a 4x4 van. It's yeah. the same suspension as yours, but a 3500. Mm -hmm. But Carlito did put some, some mad... Rims on your yeah twenties baby Jesus outside, man I'm rolling in it's dirty but it's it's <laughs> the work it. truck oh, you need to paint, you know paint it black and you put know, a red you know stripe what? on the side I pull up with the 450 <laughs> and people automatically like oh he's got money or something yeah. I pull up in that van they feel sorry for him and they give me more oh, that's it that's it that's it that's why I like my C well the Sierra is an older one so that's uh, I don't mind and it when something tips in the back I go don't worry about it yeah yeah <laughs> so I gotta ask Carlito what tool do you think he is what brand i'm hoping he's healthy or makita no way i'm gonna say you're Milwaukee. dewalt i'm a dewalt <laughs> but i got i got mixture though i got mix i got mix hey, listen, the I majority got, the majority majority is dewalt though. is dewalt but i got some healthy i got some milwaukee like it's oh. just i've gone so far with dewalt it is what it is you i get the sense that your girlfriend's probably gonna have a lot of pictures to hang 
<laughs> oh, oh, there's a joke. <laughs> Anyways, we're, this is all this is all big jokes. If if I open up the back of my truck, it's got Dewalt, Hilti, Hilti, Makita, Hilti, and Hilti, 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 mostly Hilti. Yeah. yeah. DGR just switched over to Hilti Quick Cuts. Dude, it's they totally I prefer it over their stills. I don't. And have I agree. Any problems? I rented a Hilti. I told you about that. DGR Concrete. DGR Concrete, yeah. yeah, and the Hilti, it's a sweet freaking quick. I'm cut. really happy with my Makita too, man. Really? My Makita shit is crazy, man. You're I, I, I hear, Laser cuts. That's why everything is precision. He's Croatian, you know. <laughs> that's why. Tony got that's me on why. that. Did he really? Yeah, he got me hooked on that. Even though you were trying to get him to Bosch, he got me to Makita. But he's Hitachi. But he's <laughs> show. He has a couple of tools that of Makita. Yeah, and they were so good that I, I just. Anyway, something must I feel have like happened. every brand kind of has their own tools, though. Yeah, kind of makes sense. Yeah, they have their core tools. Like that in are terms good. of like, yeah, like I have the Hilti for certain things. You know, what I mean, I have the I have the um, Milwaukee for others. Yeah, the Dewalt is mostly the reciprocating tools, the drills, all that sort of stuff. My best Dewalt thing is my radio. Man, that oh, pounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get out of here, Michael. Thank you again. Uh, really appreciate you being on the show, man. Honestly, thanks so I much. It's been it. fun, man. And it's been good to have the monkey back on the show. Yeah, the air and here, uh, here we are. <laughs> the monkey shows on. Rose Gold Homes and Design. RoseGoldHomes.net. Michael at RoseGoldHomes.net. And Rose Gold Homes on Instagram. At Rose Gold Homes on Instagram. Perfect. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And finally, after a year, I, I get to say, Carlito, get us out of here. <laughs> 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 Thank you, everybody, for listening to The Construction Life. We really appreciate it. we got some new shows. we got a huge event coming up for our 200th show, something very interesting that Carlito and I have been discussing, and we're going to have a lot of fun, and we'll be reaching out to a bunch of uh, past listeners, past guests, past people, and we're going to have something interesting. So watch for it on social media. But once again, thank you so much for listening and making this show as successful as it's been. Get us out of here, man. Straight out of T.O., baby. But today it's Mississauga. <laughs> yeah. Oakville. 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 <laughs> <laughs>